Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Spurs. And now, let's join our hosts. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Spurs News Podcast. There has been some time away. I hope you're all still with us, still listening. This is the 42nd... I'm just going to say this again, the 42nd episode of the Spurs News Podcast. Wow, time flies. Uh, But I I am Sam, and I'm joined, as for most of those 42 episodes, (laughs) by my friend Matt. How you doing, mate? Yeah, you are, mate. 42 episodes, that's mental. I know. mental. That is insane. So that is that is ten away from a full year of podcast. That's insane. Um, and in that time, we've had I think two weeks off. Uh, the most recent week and one other that I can think of at the top of my head. So yeah, so podcast have been around for about forty four weeks. Oh, we've done forty two episodes. You do realise we're now only eight away from the fiftieth, so we better get our thinking caps on. For yeah, that. yeah, fiftieth episode. We'll have to try and come up with something special. Maybe try and get a, get some interviews maybe a few people to say some nice things about us we'll have to bribe them I was going to say but, I'm not sure yeah. we're finding people to say yeah, yeah. No, people take bribes I've noticed that <laughs> over the years I mean basically whenever we like give away a shirt or something like that on the podcast or the page I've noticed how much nicer everybody is to me yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true yeah. Um, but yeah man how you been it's been like a whole week since we spoke on the podcast uh, we've both been so hectically crazy I don't think yeah. we've hardly spoke much at all in that time uh, I don't know about you, but I feel quite nice for having a break from uh, Tottenham season for a week or so. Uh, that may sound really bad, but I, I, I think I needed it. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I think probably every Spurs fan needed it. And I mean, I, I don't want to kind of t- dwell on too much or talk about too much about it, but we are a bit of a poor run at the moment. So yeah. we, we've, been, we've we've obviously with the stadium and everything, we, we've been able to forget about the poor run. So uh, yeah, it's been good. Um, it's what we've needed. I'm delighted to say um, that uh, through our vast network of news sources and spies, we have learned as we record this podcast that the plan from Daniel Levy and the squad has worked. (laughs) The poor form, ladies and gentlemen, was all an elaborate ploy. (laughs) Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has just signed a three-year contract to become the permanent manager of Manchester United. Zidane is back at Madrid. Oh yes, the plan has worked. Watch us crush Liverpool now at Anfield. No one's expecting it. Finish the season as Champions League winners, second or third in the league, and everyone will just laugh. I love it, mate. Perfect. <laughs> well, I, I think, you know, it's got to be true. I mean, it's, there is no other logical explanation. That's, it's got to be. It's got to be true. And, and also as well, isn't it incredible that they're... That when um, Mourinho was sacked it was yeah. like the wave like every time you watched a Spurs match the commentator couldn't stop talking about how he was going to go to Manchester United yeah. up in every newspaper he was going to go to Manchester United but how did yeah. that work out? <laughs> yeah I, th- I think it perhaps is a lesson built in for all of us which is just because the press have a narrative doesn't always mean that it, it's true I, I know we all kind of joke about the press is about as reliable as I was about to say something really awful then. I'm glad I stopped myself. About as reliable as a chocolate fire guard. There we go. Let's go with that one. Whew, that was a close call. We'd have been editing that, I assure you. Um, 
Anyway, um, but yeah, I know we all joke about that, but at the same time, typically, I think we all go to that. If there's no smoke without fire, yeah. So if yeah. something is said across enough platforms with enough people saying, "Oh, you know, this, 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 and this," the thing that um, is also good is if you look at it online now, there are an awful lot of these kind of. Um, I don't know what the correct term is, but they, they call themselves journalists. But in mm. essence, they're they're like Arsenal fan TV. Yeah. They're but they've created websites. I mean, uh, to a certain extent, we could fall into this category. I mean, Spurs News is a fan run site. It's a website. It's a Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. You know, we send out carrier pigeons. <laughs> uh, we got the podcast. So so in essence, we could fall into this category actually. So I'm not going to slag this category off too much. Yeah, sure. But you see them out there, and there, there was a guy from Manchester United. Now, the guy on Twitter's got something like 150,000 followers, and he he puts out there that he is in the know. You know, he puts that out there. And he, he tweeted, oh, six months ago, exclusive Pochettino to Man United. It's a done deal. Right. And and he followed that up, and he like doubled down on it as well, like constantly, like, and he was getting pulled apart by other journalists, a few Spurs thing. Obviously, a lot of Spurs fans just called him a bold this and bold that. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, sure. Um, no, he he was adamant, and he and he kept putting stuff out there constantly. Anytime Pochettino did an interview, he'd put a spin on it, saying, "Oh, well, this is clearly what he's indicating. This is clearly this, clearly this." Um, now I've not checked that today, but I I can almost guarantee before I check that that particular person would have today written something along the lines of um, you know Pochettino's missed out or Tottenham priced him out of the move but yeah. he still desperately wanted yeah. it and yeah. it's this constant I'm never wrong because I say mm. things vague enough that I can then cover my ass afterwards kind of yeah. level of like, air quotes journalism yeah and also as well it's sort of you know we with human beings in general we don't like to admit we've been wrong do we so no. if you can find a way of kind of squirming out of it yeah. then you're going to do it aren't you but yeah, yeah. It's, it's fantastic news I mean I, I for, for me and I know we've had loads of conversations we had loads of conversations when it was yeah. all in the press you're looking at the, the most the person that, that will leave that will be leave me most upset is Harry Kane and I think probably after that is Pochettino I think I'd say yeah I mean I, I think the the biggest issue with Pock leaving, I think, was it would mean that Harry would consider it himself. Mm, I think mm. right now, under a manager that he trusts, back supports, believes in, at the club he loves, it's not even on his mind. You no, know, the people yeah. can say it is all they want. I don't believe it is in a million years. Yeah, I agree. If all of a sudden that status quo changed, or, or the club. You know, we've been in bad form recently, but let's imagine, you know, our horror, horror of horrors that continues and into next season that can, you know, there's problems. Then at that point, you're going to start wondering. But as he has always said, and he's always been so clear about this in every interview, Harry, it's like as long as the club's moving forward, I, you know, yeah. you know I, why would I ever leave the club I love? You there's know, no why would to. I do that? Mm. And, and, and he's right. And I think... Yeah, the person that winds me up the most about that is Teddy Sheringham. I loved that guy as a kid playing for us. I even didn't take him going to Man United as badly. You know, I kind of understood where we were at that time. And he came back as well, yeah, you know. Sure. And and I kind of... So to me, I had no ill will. But to, to hear him 
constantly touting Harry, oh, he should leave to win stuff. Mm. That gets right on my nerves. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, I, again, I know it's something else we've talked about quite a lot, but with Harry, with Harry Kane, I think if what is he? Is he twenty five now? Is he or twenty six? Uh, no, let's, no, let's go. Let's, I think he's still twenty four. Twenty four is he? Okay, oh, so let's. I'll, I'll, you talk. I'll double check. <laughs> no way. Well, let's say he's twenty four. So if he has four more seasons at us. Uh, and if if in four seasons' time we still are nowhere near a trophy, then he's twenty eight, isn't he? Then would you would you begrudge him a, a move somewhere um, to win some trophies in four years' time? I mean, if it, I, I want him to stay at the club for the, for his entire career, he, he is twenty five. Oh, twenty five. There yeah. we go. So let, let's let's even say four years from now, twenty nine. I mean, yeah, at, to at, be honest, mate, he's knocking on now. We should possibly catch him. Twenty five, quarter of a century. That it's insane, isn't it? Yeah. But I mean, like even like say, if he gets a twenty nine, and you know, we, we're we're nowhere near a trophy still in four years' time, which I hope's not the case. But if it is the case, I mean. You, you could imagine him, like, you know, again, I'm not saying I want it to happen or, you know, I'm trying to suggest it should happen, but, yeah. you know, at 29, he could he could go to Real Madrid for a couple of years or whatever and win some trophies, you know, but... Yeah, it, yeah but I mean, in that time, he'd have won the World Cup with England, he'd have won the European Championships, <laughs> so would he care? I, I don't yeah. know. I, to be honest with you, mate, I, I think if we as a club in three to four years' time are still trophyless, then something's gone wrong yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm a big believer in where we are a uh, big believer in uh, Pochettino uses this word a lot and I know it annoys people about the project and the project when he arrived was all about getting into that new stadium mm. and it was kind of like look it's going to be tough it's going to be difficult we want you to build a squad you know young squad ambitious squad and do what you can ideally try and get us Champions League football um, but you know that's not conditional. His his whole mantra has always been just to try and be, keep the team, build a team, so that we, when we arrive in the new stadium, we got a real platform to kick on from. And and we have done that. Mm. We have got a seriously great platform to kick on. Yeah, sure. Um, so where we are now is this new thing, and and this is kind of it. It should be exciting, but I think. I don't know about you, but all the excitement I had about the stadium opening and and this new thing, you know, we got the end of the season now, and then we got the you know the summer. All of my excitement, all of that, got absolutely murdered recently by Daniel Levy. <laughs> Not for the first time in my life, <laughs> but but and I don't know how much of this you read, but basically he, he we have uh, regular meetings, the Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Trust. Um, regular meetings with the board to discuss all sorts of things and they put fan questions across to Daniel and the team and obviously a lot of fans just were like look we we need to invest in players you know please you know mm. open up your wallet please someone uh, you know tell the owner it's it's now's time to buy some players for us and and the reaction to that really really gutted me um because it wasn't sort of a Look, we understand, but because of the stadium overruns, you know, we've done this, we've done this. He basically said that their model now is not to buy big players. And I don't know about you, man, but that that really stings. It's like what? Yeah, it, it, it's it, it's it's what exactly what you're saying. Like you know, if you if you could like pinpoint a moment in our sort of recent history of when we could really, you know, we we could move on to the next level this yeah. this uh, this close season is, is it isn't it yeah yeah you know like if, if we um 
let's 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 say in this hope I know it's kind of gone a bit pear shaped recently, but let's say we, we do qualify for Champions League football next season, yeah. which I hope we do. Yeah. Then we've got the Champions League football, we've got a brand new ridiculously good stadium we've got the yeah. probably the best training facilities one of the best training facilities in the world yeah. it's all set up we've got a manager who looks like he's not going to go anywhere now I mean the two big ones he's ever, I think the two clubs he's only ever going to go to are now field so yeah. he should be there too it's like this is it isn't it this is this is the kind of the, the, the moment like yeah. this this really let's do it you know and, and yeah you're right I mean I, I get it and I, I get you know, because obviously Levy's got, got to look at it from a point of financial point of view, and mm-hmm. he's got to make sure that the club, you know, is steady. Because again, and I, re- I refer to this, I know I refer to it quite a lot, but the podcast when you had the, the fans write in from, yeah, from the other yeah. clubs, they're clubs that you know they're, they're because of they they overspent and they didn't look after things financially. That's why they yeah. are where they are. So I get no, it from I that. Know. I get that from from that point of view, but. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know if there's a magic money tree, but if there is, please, start plucking from it. This, yeah. this is, is where it needs to be plucked. <laughs> uh, you know, because the argument could be made that everything you just said then about this summer, you know, this is the moment, mm. was probably last summer. Now, the stadium delays means that actually it's now this summer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But from our point of view as fans and everything, last summer was kind of like, we're going to be going into our new stadium, we're going to be doing this, we're going to be, now's the time, mm. you know, and... Just look at Liverpool, who invested the money back. The manager who said to him, "To you know, what do you need to do to challenge for the title?" And he said, "I need a goalkeeper, I need this midfielder, and I need this centre you know, back and, as well." Yeah. And they went back and did it. You know, eighty million there, seventy million there, mm-hmm. which is massive, massive sums of money. But they have challenged for the title this yeah, season. They it's worked. Up there. It? They could still win it. Yeah. Um, with Spurs, he in this meeting basically said the reason we signed nobody is because we couldn't sell anybody. And he even went as far then as saying that when Enoch bought the club, we had to sign players on a regular basis because we weren't developing them ourselves. Mm. Then we invested in the academy, we are now developing them ourselves, so we don't need to buy, you know. And I'm, and I'm reading it and I'm thinking. It's very difficult, or it's very easy, sorry, to, to read something and put your own spin on it in your mind, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, no, I do, I get that. So, yeah. so context is always massively important, but when I just read that, I kept thinking to myself, I'm a really positive Spurs fan, and if I'm reading that massively negatively, then the people who are negative about Daniel Levy, <laughs> yeah, people yeah. who hate Jonas, must just read that and think, yeah. how can anyone support these guys? Mm. How can anyone support the hierarchy of the club that literally don't care about us winning anything? Because if they did, they would see right now's the time to do that. And it's almost like, if you break it down, we all agree that Daniel Levy is a great businessman. We all agree that he does stuff and has managed this club brilliantly. I think everybody, even Daniel Levy haters would say, look, he's a great businessman, but... <laughs> mm. But if you were to take business... You know, I, I run my business. Many people listen to this might run their own businesses. I'm sure, you know, you, you anybody can know this. There are times you have to invest. You know, the, mm. the term speculate to accumulate yeah. isn't a saying because someone just thought, hey, that rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Sometimes you have to invest money to make more money. Mm. And the whole thing, when you come back to how the Manchester United dynasty began, really, under Alex Ferguson, wasn't because he developed this wonderful youth team, the class of 92. It was the team before that, 
that one stuff which enabled him to build and build and build and the class of 92 was just kind of this magical uh you know thing that happened that's not you know our our version of that class i mean harry kane is probably the only player left you know ryan mason sadly had to retire etc but you know there's a fair few premier league players from our version of that but nothing to the level of what i mean that's kind of like lightning in a bottle it's not going to happen again yeah of course so to have in your minds we've got this great academy we've got this great setup all these facilities we've got these wonderful coaches but there's the other thing as well <laughs> i know i'm rambling sorry no, no, just, I, I, just, just to finish my point just quickly we have these wonderful coaches and they come in and they stay with us and they develop these players they're getting poached constantly yeah like we develop these we, we are like becoming a development center for coaches for players and they're just not coming through the coaching everything and it is becoming really frustrating to see, and I'm not quite sure what the solution is. Sorry, mate. Carry on. I just want no, to finish that. No, point. no, I, I can. Yeah, absolutely. I, I get that, and 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 I'm, I, I probably couldn't answer that question either. But you know, you look at you, you know, you talk about speculate to accumulate. Yeah. The, the, I mean, the proof can be the put. The proof could be in the pudding this season because you know if we end up throwing away the Champions League spot and end up in the Europa League uh, yeah. at the end of the season, then you've just proven that you know you haven't spent the money. And so this is what you've got from it, basically. Yeah. You know, if you'd have bought a couple of, like, I mean, what would they would they make? Is it like three three million for every every game or every round or something, isn't it? So uh, in it's the Champions League ridiculous is, yeah. money. So yeah. you know, you think you, you you oh okay, like you know, you you spend thirty thirty to forty million on a player. You're not you're not going to make that up in the first season from from, no. from Champions League money. But over the course of the player being at Spurs, then you know you you'd hope to think that they'd by that player being there, then that would kind of almost ensure that they'd be in the Champions League for the next yeah. few years. So you're kind of accum- you know, you're accumulating for the future. Whereas yeah. by not spending money at all, it could bite it could bite uh, Levy on the arse, couldn't it? Because well, if we do end up will, in the Europa League, yeah. which is which unfortunately now is a very distinct possibility because of the yep. you know the, the fact that Man United are playing. I mean, you'd like to think that Chelsea and Arsenal are, are, are struggling form wise. I mean, Chelsea are just like you know they're they're. Their forms are uh, so erratic, isn't it? They're up and down massively. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so they, they uh, could Chelsea could rock up and smash Man City in their next game, but then do it us and lose the Southampton. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they've become the new Spurs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't. I, I'm not overly worried about Chelsea and Arsenal, but at the same time, you know where we are now compared to where we were four games ago. You know, it's a lot more squeaky bum time, isn't it? So, yeah. look, I, I don't want. I, I don't want to. Uh, you talk about being positive, and I try to be positive as well. And I like to think we are going to qualify, and we've got these. Uh, uh, what is it? Eight games left, and I'm, I'm yeah. sure we'll be fine. But you know, you, you're right. So in you wonder this. See, I, I don't. Uh, for me, I I try to look at the bigger picture, and I, I get that you know they haven't signed anyone, and we could do the signings. But for me, I just look at the the, the, the kind of the setup overall. What if you sort of Take a step back and look from it from a distance at where what we've got now. Yeah, it's it, so it's vastly improved to where. And and again, there's something else we me and you talk about all the time because of our generation. But you know what we where we are now as a club to where we were say the yeah. late nineties. It's massively different. It's massively yeah. different. But it's just that kicking on to the next level, isn't it? And that's what we kind of we're yeah. probably all craving. Well, and that's it. And, it, and we didn't get here overnight. You know, Martin Yole, really, for me, was the one who set this ball rolling. I agree. Um, yeah. We've had, uh, you know, peaks and troughs where, you know, we've made some bad decisions on and off the pitch. 
Um, but, you know, we're talking about, like, where we are in terms of the facilities and all this great stuff and everything, and, and, it, and it's true. And you look at that, and you look at this new stadium, which we're going to talk about in a bit, because obviously you've been there, and I know you want to talk about it desperately. Yeah. And, and I want to hear about it, in fact. So, um, but... It, there's an analogy that someone put to me, um, and I can't. I was trying to rack my brain who said it, but I, I apologies. So if it was you who said this to me. I apologize for not name checking you. But you said the way you could look at it is like someone who's been driving around in a sort of a mid-range car for their entire life, you know, mm. doing okay, and all of a sudden they've got a Ferrari, you know, they've got this brand new car, they've got everything you could ever dream for, yeah. but they've lost their license. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like, yeah. you need to still be able to drive to appreciate this wonderful thing that you have. We still need to have a team <laughs> to yeah. be able to go. And and uh, uh, someone who constantly messages us, talks about squad enrichment, love that expression. Yeah. Um, if you if you stand still in football in terms of the team, you, you go backwards and it is no, you know, there is no misunderstanding that. I think everybody knows that every fan, the coaches must know it, that the players must know it. Um, everybody knows it. And we know that this summer, for example, we know that there's going to have to be changes because odds are Toby's going to be leaving. Um, it's all gone very quiet with regards to Christian Eriksen on his contract, which possibly means that he's going to be leaving as well. So that's going to have to, you, you can't possibly let those two players leave and do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what, what, what do we do? We, we recall Carter Vickers and Josh Onama and go, there we go. Squads, you know, squads up to date. Yeah. If, if they, if those two go, if, if Ericsson and, and Toby go and we don't sign anyone, then that is a massive, massive backward step for us. Yeah. I it mean, is it, massive. Oh, huge, yeah. huge. I mean, it would be colossal. That would be, uh, be that would be borderline criminal. Now, I don't think that would be the case, but what upsets me and what gets to me is the fact they have to leave before we sign people. Mm. Surely those two players could possibly think twice about leaving if the club was signing people to show the ambition. Yeah, sure. You know, if you put a contract in front of Ericsson, a contract in front of Toby and say, look guys, this is the deals for you to stay at the club. You know, we know you could possibly earn more elsewhere, but look at the stadium. You you know the squad here, you know everything. And these are the players that we're bringing in. You know, the, you know, which isn't contingent on you guys sodding off. Um, you, you're suddenly then going to feel excited about everything again. You're going to be like, oh, bloody hell, yeah. I'd love to play with that guy. You know, mm. I'd love to be in the same team as that guy. Or, oh, if we sign that guy, we got a real shot at the title next year. Yeah. And all of a sudden, your decision changes, you know. Uh, but... I, I don't know, man. I, I get I get frustrated with it. I, but the Daniel Levy comments to the trust that we literally we, to buy someone we got to sell somebody. It's just gutting. <sighs> mm, yeah, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. But uh, you know, we I know you you're, you're you're quite knowledgeable yourself with some of the ins and outs of the financial aspects of the stadium. But yeah, I I I, 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 genu I genuinely you know. I know I'm going to get uh, 
criticisms from the you know the people that do hate Lee, uh, Levy, but I, I genuinely do feel he's got the club at heart. I don't feel I don't feel like he's like right. Okay, do you know what? This is just us. Let's just make an absolute fortune from this club and rinse no, him. No. I, 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 I I believe that he he's a, he's a Tottenham fan, isn't he? He, he wants to see yeah. Tottenham do well. So I'd like to think that. Like it's a trusting, isn't it? It's a trusting, and and, I, and I'd, I'd like to think I trust him. And you know, we talk. I, I spoke earlier about Harry Kane. Um, you know, next four years, if we, if we haven't won anything, you know, him sort of thinking about yeah. disappearing. I I trust Levy that in four years' time we are going to be in a position where we've won trophies. You know, so yeah. yeah I, I think the key to that as well is is the common misconception around Daniel Levy is um, he owns the thing. He doesn't. Yeah, and he's just the chairman I, of the company. Yeah. I genuinely believe that if Joe Lewis was to go, right, Daniel, I think it's time we invested in the squad. I'm going to crack open my wallet and pump 200 million on the proviso it goes on players. Mm. Daniel Levy's not going to go, no, Joe. Yeah. Don't, no, Joe, keep that money. Yeah, we've, yeah. we've got a kid in the academy. No. Daniel Levy's going to take that money and go, Mauricio, <laughs> time to crack on the Bentley music, my friend. <laughs> We're going shopping. Um, but uh, genuinely, I, I genuinely believe that. I think Daniel Levy would take that with you know both hands. Thank you, sir. We're going to invest in this team. We're going to go and win something. Mm. But it's not going to happen because Joe Lewis doesn't look at Tottenham that way. Joe Lewis, you know the co- the company Enix, the board of shareholders, they don't look at Tottenham anything more than an investment. Mm. The reality is, I still strongly believe that we're going to be sold within the next season to two seasons because now the stadium's done the the mortgage the the loan on it's remortised so everybody knows that that's there the minute they announce the naming rights for the Nike stadium sorry the the, the stadium um <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting that go um as soon as they announce that then that shows the world that the loan you know loan payments are half a million a month for you know a million a season or whatever and the 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 naming rights covers it then everyone's going to know well hang on a minute Tottenham have got this brand new stadium it's paid for by the sponsors and that means that all this new income stream the extra capacity all of that that's money to them yeah <laughs> so yeah. so it's all set it's all there the plans there i i know the financial plan to it the financial plan to it was great the delay cocked it right up but a financial plan solid. Yeah. What what happens now? Uh, I don't know. I I genuinely believe that perhaps, and as much as I hate to say this on the podcast because I know everyone's going to groan at me, I genuinely believe perhaps the main reason why there isn't a corporate's main sponsor announced yet is Brexit. Mm, there's possibility, isn't there? Well, massively yeah. because until until certainty, you know, where and I'm not saying that the same people wouldn't be doing it if it, we were in or out. I'm just saying that. Until you know, and until sterling as a currency is stabilised, you're not going to know, you know, let's say you're an American company, and right now, for every $1, you're getting about 50p. Well, let's say we crash with no deal, suddenly your $1 is going to get you a pound, or possibly two pounds. Yeah, yeah. So, what, what the deal would cost you $300 million today, might cost you $150 million yeah, in two weeks. Of course. You're going to yeah. wait. Yeah, of course you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, as frustrating as it is for us as a club, you know, that's what's going to happen. Just just very quickly, because I've just seen this, and I'm sure we'll put it out on the page or something as well, but uh, England star Harry Kane arrives at Buckingham Palace to, to collect his award 
old today. Awesome. Um, it's MBE, I believe, in it? Yeah, MBE. Thoroughly lovely. Yeah. Him and his missus, they look absolutely lovely. Very dapper. Everybody check out the pictures. It's, it's funny with Harry Kane, isn't it? Because... Um, the guy like never gets in trouble. He's like you know he's got the same girlfriend he's had yeah. since he was ten, I think. Hasn't he? He's got two <laughs> They've ki- known each other that long, yeah. Yeah, he's got two kids. You know, yep. he's just a model professional, a, a model role model. Yeah. But he still gets so much hate, doesn't he? You know, and I just uh, I don't jealousy. Get it. I don't get people's yeah. It's, it is, pure it? pure unadulterated yeah. jealousy. I mean, yep. every time he speaks, you go on the comments online. There's people there taking the piss out of his speech mm. impediment. Mm. Right now, this is God's honest truth, okay? And I and I I find this is irony. And now I've got this screenshotted, so remind me. Okay. Um, I <laughs> this, this is awful. It's on Twitter, Harry Kane talking after the England game. Load of comments. One person absolutely slamming, saying, "Um, oh my God, I feel so bad for that reporter being spat on so much." Everything. It's an Arsenal fan, right? Yeah. I just clicked the bio for this Arsenal fan. Who just happens to be a charity worker for people with disabilities? You're joking. No, that's insane, isn't it? Jesus. Yeah. 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 Oh, do you know talking oh. about talking about stupid Arsenal fans as well? And I I, I, yeah. I only watch it for the entertainment value. But someone shared a uh, clip of one of the uh, idiots on there saying that uh, how embarrassing it was that we only had thirty thousand at the uh, at the t- at the first game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Next level of stupidity, isn't it? (laughs) That level of stupidity doesn't make me angry. I just want to give him a hug. (laughs) Come here, bless you. Bless you. Let me um. Let me let me massage your head and see if we can double those that brain cell you got. Don't let this person have knives and forks. They need a you know a safety pencil and a circle of paper when they're at work. No, yeah, that's that's special. And the fact that they get to record crap like that, the oh internet's no. a wonderful thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean the the first test event went very well. Um, behind the scenes, they were very happy. The inspectors that were there were very happy. Um, there were loads of little problems and quirks which they identified and are now fixing ahead of the second event, which is the idea of these things. Of course, absolutely. Um, so, you know, I know a lot of people were like, oh, bloody hell, it's taking this long and we get here and this doesn't work. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's this is <laughs> that's why, why you do a test event, event mate. Yeah. This is why you do it. Um, but, yeah, they corrected some stuff on the day straight away when they identified things. Um, but, yeah, it went really well. Now, you were there. Oh so, my! Uh, I know I did a little, um, a little blog yeah, post. Yeah, and, it, and it's on, it's on the page today, so on people the, can hear it. Right, no worries. But I, um, so I, like we we went to the. Uh, so I was with my son uh, Seb, yeah. and we went to the first half of the ladies' game to start with in Cheson. Because yeah. what what when I when I was going to Wembley, uh, it's in, when you go to those big grounds, there's no point in driving anywhere near the the, the stadium. No, so no. I I actually thought. Going forward now, I might just park my car in, in Chesham where I, where I did because it's ideal because you can get the the overground. It's a forty minute journey into White Hart Lane Station, so it's perfect yep. and it's nice and quiet. Those are back streets you can park it in Chesham. So I went to the first half of the Spurs ladies. Uh, unfortunately, like you know, what you put on the page, they they yeah. lost that two one. Unfortunately, yeah. but um, doing all right when you were there, by the way. Yeah, so, I know. Yeah, yeah I don't want to. I didn't want to curse you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, so yeah, we we got the. We got the train there, and it's it's funny because, like when you th- like I didn't think about it too much, but obviously the, the new stadium has been moved. To, like if, as you look at it from, so if you're staying on the high road, 
looking looking yeah. ahead, it's been moved to the left. Oh the, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I see what you mean. I was thinking it it's been moved. No, no, no. Just very brief, no, very, very slight. The moved. angle, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean, so, yeah. so when, when you used to, did you have you did you did you go to the old ground much? Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, you I don't know if you've just got the train. So you you, cut, you you come on. So you come out the station, you turn right into the high road, and in the old stadium, yeah. you'd kind of walk down the high road, and then yeah, you'd and see it be, to yeah. the left. Whereas this new stadium, you turn the corner onto the high road and. Oh my god! <laughs> what the I was hell? About to say, it's, it's a bit imposing, isn't it? it? it, it it's yeah, impo- it's, it's really bizarre because it looks like an alien craft has just landed <laughs> in Tottenham because it does doesn't suit the rest of the the the, the high road or anything. It, it like it just looks nothing like anything else that's there, and it it. it it actually felt like do you know you watch those those films where alien crafts do land yeah, and everyone yeah. sort of looks up in shock that was what was happening because what they what they did what they what they're going to do I think I presume uh, so for the, for the old stadium the the roads were open so you 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 could yeah. cross the you had to cross the road but between the station and the other side of the st- the stadium literally the roads closed and I presume that's what they're going to do going forward. So you literally, yeah. it's all open. You just come out the stadium, uh, station and yeah. you, you're just free to walk. There's no worry about trying to avoid getting hit mm-hmm. by a car or anything, which yeah. is a really, obviously really inconvenient for the drivers. And there was plenty <laughs> of horns being sounded, but perfect if you're going to the game, you know. Yeah. But we just, uh, yeah, so I was just kind of staring up at this just insane, imposing, um, unbelievable piece of architecture. And everyone else was. And obviously, we would be in 2019, the difference between now and the films you used to see in the past is everyone's got their phone. Like, and I did this one, to be fair, <laughs> like, you know, just taking loads of pictures. But, yeah, it, it's incredible. And, and it's really funny because when you when you look at the, um, the, the stadium uh, or when you look on YouTube and you get the, the drones that go over and you see the amazing stadium yeah. from the sky, you're not looking at the tiny, minute details, and it's really w- little things that really surprise you. Like, obviously, like when you get there, so you co- you go over the cross the road, and it's all sort of this these steps that lead up to the stadium. Yeah. So it all feels really integrated into the road. It, and, and although it's one of these buildings that looks like it doesn't belong here, it almost looks like it's always been there. You know, the way they've integrated yeah. it just seamlessly into the into the high road. But yeah, absolutely amazing. So we 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 walked up the stairs and um, they had these little temporary metal detector things uh, that they sort of put out, and you go through them. And, and they, to be fair, that was all run quite smoothly. It was a little bit bizarre because there was two. En- we we was in the wet. We went to the west stand, uh, Seb and I, to watch the game, yeah. and uh, there was two entrances to to the to the bit we was in, and one of the entrances, like up the stairs, there was a queue of about seven hundred people. Yeah. The the other queue, there was no one, and I'm like, is there can we come mm-hmm. through this side? And he's like, yeah, of course you can. I'm like, why are those 700 people queuing up? Uh, but people, I, people haven't worked out yet. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's team in trouble, which is, yeah. again, just because it's a test event. And, we, and when we did get in, actually, because we was the we was in block five something, I can't remember the number, 507, for example. So we got in and I, I couldn't work out where the, where I was, I, I, because obviously I just arrived. So... I later worked out that obviously it's the fifth floor, but I asked a, st- a steward and he was like, um, just kind of walk down there and I think turn left. And I'm like, you don't know where it is, do you? <laughs> and I kind of, and I, and, I, and I, I understand that possibly they're just agency staff who've literally been plonked there half an hour before, but you'd, you'd <laughs> like, you'd like to have thought that they'd possibly well, had like uh, a tour before we all turned well, up, you know? Well, they, 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 sh- they, they've all been trained on it. They, they certainly wouldn't have been agency staff. So it's right, probably okay. just, first day nerves I genuinely yeah. don't know but we, we tried to yeah. use the lift and that didn't work so uh, we, <laughs> yeah. so there was a, I, 
do you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm, I don't want to dwell on the negatives because it was just incredible. Like you know, you walked. It was one of those things where you know, looking back, you almost yeah. wonder whether you dreamt it. it I know it sounds yeah. ridiculous, but it was just such an insane grant. Like everyone talks who's been to the grand talks about how good it is, and you're like, well, it can't be that yeah. good. But when you actually go, it does yeah. literally take your breath away. No, how insane! No, you it is. you were sneaky at half time, and you went to the south stand, didn't you? Yeah, we did because how but, how does that feel to be in there, man? Because oh, that to me, mate. ever since I first saw the designs, I was like, that's going to be incredible. Oh, do you know what? When when we so when when we was in the west, we looked. So we was to the. So if you imagine. We was the f- uh, the furthest away from the south stand, so yeah, yeah. we was kind of that end of it, the left hand side as you look towards the pitch, and it was I think about half to three quarters full because obviously it was a reduced capacity. Yeah, yeah. But they start, you know, when they all start saying we're in a park. Like, yeah, right? yeah, I love that. It was just incredible, and I know, I know the stadium's been built to keep the sound in, yeah. but it it was just hairs on the back of your neck uh, uh, yeah. sound, Sam. Like yeah, it really, and, and all, all I kept thinking was, yeah, all I kept thinking was, when this stand is full, like yeah. this is going to be insane. It's yeah. going to be absolutely insane the, how good the sound is. The, um, the, 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 the first stadium, I, I mean, I've I read a few things like this and I've just not really taken in, was the first stadium where the actual architects brought in these sound engineers that helped design concert venues. Sure. So it's the first stadium in the world that's actually yeah. brought this technology in. Yeah. And the whole idea was to try and, although it was going to be this big bowl stadium, it was to just project the atmosphere onto the pitch. It really and does. It really does. How was it? So when you actually went in the south, could you like hear it differently when you were there? Cause so like, yeah. So so we so we went over to the um we went over to the, so we walked over to the south stand because I don't know if it's because it was just a test event, but the the, the stewards weren't checking your tickets you could basically just walk into well, it wherever yeah you like. i mean but, they're probably just happy to let people have a look around yeah of course yeah absolutely there was part of that so we, we wandered over and uh, they've made a quite a big thing haven't they about the fact that you can just literally walk the entire uh sort of yeah. uh, you know circle of the stadium and, and you and you can just you know anyway because i think they want to i think they're quite keen to keep fans in the stadium before the game and yeah. after the game just to alleviate the the, yeah. the congestion getting getting you know, coming back on the on the train, but so yeah. we yeah we walked over there and we probably walked to what the fortieth row I guess, which was probably what I don't know third, probably nearly nearly halfway up, yeah. and um, yeah, just amazing. And like it's one of those things where you just like you have to be there, like be in that stand to believe how good it is. It, it, it's just a, such an like I know that obviously there's other other grounds um, like you've got the one in Dortmund, haven't you, and Liverpool's Cup yeah. and that that have got yeah. this single tier, but it, it makes you wonder why. All, all all grounds don't have it because yeah. it's it's such an impo like it's such an imposing like um a stand you know and and the fact that we that the the, the 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 first row the people sitting in the first row could probably touch the net of the goal yeah you know it's so, close it yeah they they've they've got these signs um they're probably about four of them behind the so when we're sitting there there's about four signs in yellow behind the the wall behind the goal and it just says beware the flying footballs and and I think anywhere <laughs> up to probably road 20 you probably need to duck because you're, yeah, you're literally you're that, that close you know to the to the, to well, the goal but you see Sissoko bearing down on goal and you're behind that goal just worry okay because <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter where you are in that stand you could get hit <laughs> do, do you know do you know what uh, Sam what, I, I, I know my, the go-to answer to it and, and it's one I, I, I probably go to but it our, our first game next uh, uh, Wednesday our first league yeah. game against Palace who would you like to see the see the uh, score the first goal for, in the new stadium for us Hugo Lloris 
<laughs> just because it would be hilarious and the best quiz question ever going forward. But no, Harry Kane. It's got to be Harry Kane, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. To the point that if anyone else scores it, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Almost you... like the whole team will know, right? Where's Harry? Square it to him. Did you not think even Sissoko would that... Would that... <laughs> with the comedy value of Musa Sissoko scoring the first Tottenham goal... Um, Oh, I don't know. I gotta be honest with you, mate. There's part of me that just wants us to win the game. Yeah, not worry about the goal yeah. scorer. But you know, um, talking about the first goal, uh, first goal ever scored at the yeah. stadium, that one by Janil Bennett, it was awesome. He was a really yeah, yeah, good uh, lad. Uh, and do you know what? I, I wanted to talk about this. Uh, I wanted to talk about the game because you, our conversation earlier about, um, you know, the fact that uh, Levy is not talking about uh, signing players. Yeah, and, yeah. It was a. Qual- it, they were qual- of good quality they are. standard. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I, I genuinely like. I know you get to, you watch some under eighteen yeah, sometimes, I do, but yeah. I, I'll happily put my hands up and say I very rarely, if I can even barely remember ever watching an under 18s game. So I, I, my my preconceptions of the game would be that it'd be quite, and and I just being honest, mate, I just thought it'd be quite dull and yeah. uh, you know, I, I didn't expect any anything, but it it. I was I genu- I genuinely mean this, and I'm not saying this with any exaggeration. I genuinely mean this. It, it was as it, it I was entertained as I was watching a Premier League game. As I oh, watched as a Premier League, that they've got they are really good quality. And I mean, yeah. the, you can see that the first goal by Janil Bennett, it, it was also like outside the box, curled it in. You can yeah. see Deli Ali scoring that goal, couldn't you? Or yeah. Harry Kane, yeah, you know. Yeah. Re- really, they're a really talented bunch of lads. Yeah, and, they are. They um. They got a great group there, and they've managed to put together a really solid team. It goes back to my thing earlier on about coaches being poached. Unfortunately, we lost Matt Wells, but mm. the, the the side uh, they they just played great football all season. I mean, they're unbeaten. We, you know, yeah, of course, you don't in the league. You know, you don't go the whole season unbeaten in the league without doing something right. Yeah, of course. Um, we're we're battling with Arsenal for the title for the under 18s so. You know, as well as just being this amazing experience, those three points were important. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, mate, I, I can't wax lyrical enough about it. And there's so many kids, and there were so many players sadly missed out because they were off on international duty oh, or injured. Yeah. So there's a kid called Lewis Binks, a few others. Uh, Troy Parrott unfortunately couldn't play. He was there though. Um, you got to see Baby Pock come on. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, yeah. it was like the, he got he, he he must be the only under eighteen kid that's got his own massive, song yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah he's magic you know oh, yeah he's, no he, going, um, he's magic you know yeah, he's getting he's like yeah he, go on he, keep singing about he, me yeah, guys he's, he's, he's baby pochettino <laughs> well he they can say where he's going pochettino he's got the same name isn't he? Yeah. i know he is he is looking more and more like his dad every time i see him as well because <laughs> when, he, when he first signed for us genuinely now i saw this squad picture i couldn't pick him out and then eventually yeah. someone circled him and when I really looked, I went, Oh, yeah, I suppose he does look like him. Yeah, now, sure. oh, he's a spitting image, he's of him. image yeah. and he's really developed as well. Um, you know, this, this is going to sound a bit disparaging, but I kind of thought, mm, I don't think he's ever going to come through. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him released, but yeah. as this season's gone on, um, he's been used a lot more, he's He's playing a lot more. He's yeah, he's doing okay. Um, do, do you I know? Think, yeah, think I, I, he's got another uh, year on his scholarship. So yeah, he, yeah, he impressed when he came on. I mean, to be fair to and, and this is gonna you know he's, he's got the experience, but for me, the player that impressed me the most was, was your man Skip. You know, but yeah, he's yeah. he's got the Premier League experience, isn't he? He, he was yeah. pulling a lot of strings out on the pitch. You know, and he, you can see he's played at Premier League level. 
well he is and even before we saw him make the first team debut that's what watching him at under 18s was like it's like there's a whole load of talented players out there on both teams and then there's skip just head and shoulders above everybody yeah his calmness on the ball he's one of the things i always say is about a, a true sign of a great player is they look like they've always got time yeah, you're right. And Absolutely. at that level, he always looks like he's got time. Under 23 is always. Premier League, he's not there yet, mm. but he mm. will. He'll be there. Um, yeah. People people just got to, you know, trust me on that. He, he will get there. But when you watch him, I mean, I imagine when you watch him in that game, you probably went, ah. That's yeah. what everybody yeah. is. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's why everyone's right. That's why Pochettino promoted him. You, yeah. He just he stands out. Yeah. He definitely um, does. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, some great goals. We won the game. Yeah. One. Um. So the next question, I want to ask you, uh, how's the bar? Oh, do you know, what it's, I did. I did enjoy. I had a pint, and I did enjoy the uh, did it fill upside up from down. The bottom. It's oh, awesome. It's amazing. It's one of those feats of technology that I'll just kind of be. It's like do you know, for me, I, I don't know if you're the same, but I, I, could, I could watch aeroplanes take off and land yeah. till my dying day, and still yeah. be fascinated by it. And I think no. possibly I'll be the same with these pints of beer. <laughs> it will always Love fascinate it. me watching how they're poured. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I think we've covered the essentials now um, for for, <laughs> for the, the best essential. things about the stadium. Yeah. Uh, and, and what did uh, what did your son think? Was he is yeah. blown away? Is he, he yeah. Do you know what? He, he's he's going to be seven tomorrow, and uh, oh, wow. he's, he's he's getting to that he's getting to the age now where it's almost like. He's, he's either going to get in, he's going to be interested or I'm going to have to give up on him you know Yeah. Uh, and it was fantastic because we, when we watched the game and I, I'm hoping it's just like the stadium watching Spurs but he just said dad he said oh, do you know what because he, he used to play for a, a football club one of our local yeah. football clubs and he, he stopped playing he went can I, can I sign up again to that football club I want to play mm-hmm. football again and also when we yeah. get home can we play FIFA 19 <laughs> he said like he's really like he's got the bug yeah. you know yeah. and and I, lo- I loved it as well because hard, the, the lad who scored the third goal for us that uh, Dylan uh, Makande he, yeah, he, yeah 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 he, he's number he plays number seven yeah. and when we, where we were sitting we was like I say it was like 40 50 rows back and he's got quite dark hair, isn't he? Yeah. And Seb was like, "Is that Sonny down there?" I was like, "No." And he went, "He really looks like him." I was like, "It's not Sonny." He was like, "Maybe, yeah. maybe it's his cousin. Maybe he's <laughs> like." And he's like, "I think he's related to him because he plays number seven and he looks yeah. like Sonny." Like, <laughs> so he was, no. he was really, really. Nah, like, fascinated I, lo- I love by that man. That's that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, oh, that's great. Well, happy birthday for tomorrow, Seb. Hope oh, you have a good day. Yeah. Um, he's going Laser Quest for his birthday tomorrow. Oh, awesome! Where was my invite? Love Laser Quest, although possibly not with a load of seven-year-olds because yeah, that's when yeah. that's when you get kicked out for being violent. <laughs> so, yeah, Mr. Jones, you're not allowed to hold a child as a human shield. <laughs> oh, Why? that's what they're there for. Yeah, no, I love Laser Quest. Awesome. Um, Yes, it's like the one step down from well, it's non-paintful paintball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you ever been paintballing? No, and I've got no intention to ever, mate. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's, I'll scratch that from the Spurs news item. <laughs> I've but, got, yeah. I've, I've decided, and I've got, I pinched this from a from a comedian, but I've decided mm. now in in life that yeah. my rule, one of my rules of life now is if 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 any if an activity involves a safety briefing beforehand, I'm not doing it. <laughs> 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 to be honest. You mate, that sounds like a really solid rule. Yeah. I, I may consider this myself. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I mean, the stadium's fantastic. We talked about it. We know everything else is in place. Um, so we got Liverpool. Um, that's our next game. It's this Sunday. It's Mother's Day. 
Um, great, name your mum's crying. <laughs> um, I, I don't know about you, man, but I, I'm going into this game with uh, nervous, a real kind of nervous energy about me where I, I genuinely believe we can go there and get a result. Genuinely, that's not hyperbole. I do think that. But we're going to have to be a lot better than we have been. Yeah. And I saw a stat earlier on which made me cringe and cry. Everyone's been talking about we've had this massive break. Um, but the stat I was shown was uh, players, uh, sorry, Premier League teams and the amount of miles their players have done during the international breaks. Here we go, go on. Um, yeah, so I, I kind of, like I said, it's like one of those absolute cringe things where you're kind of like, oh, well, this break might have done everybody the world of good. Well, Liverpool's players in total combined have done 36,000 miles. Um, Tottenham's players have done 63,000. Right. Okay. Um, possibly Sonny really bumped the average up on <laughs> yeah, that. But yeah, I, yeah, Sonny. Uh, did you see um, Sonny and... So South Korea played Colombia. Um, Sonny up against Davinson Sanchez. That's right, I heard about uh, it. I didn't see it, but I heard well, about it. Yeah. Well, Sonny scored. And as Sonny's finished celebrating, as he's walking back, he realises it's Davinson just giving him daggers. Like, right. how dare you celebrate in front of me? Yeah. So Sonny, of course, smiles at him. Like, hey, friend. Yeah. And Davinson gives him this look of like, today you're not my friend. You mean get, not my friend? The, yeah, you, you are not my friend. Get the f- away from me. We're him. not in the, the end, same shirt today. At, yeah. at the end of the game, they were kind of like all mates and everything. I think obviously Colombia done better at that point. But yeah. Davinson, a true centre half, just looking at him like, don't you... <laughs> Dare so I will rip your head off, you know. Come, uh, yeah. Next yeah, Wednesday, we're back at Tottenham. Yeah. Love you. Today, I will kill I you. you. I'll rip your throat yeah. out. But, but it's just so typical of Sonny to be like, "Hey, buddy," yeah. <laughs> like yeah. waving oh. at him, like, do, "No, I will end you." Do you know what Sonny, Sonny reminds me of? You know, you get those dogs that are just always happy yeah. to see people, and their tails yeah. are always yeah. wagging, yeah. and they're like, <laughs> "That's Sonny, isn't it?" Just like, "Hey, everybody." Uh, yeah, but it reminded me back in the World Cup when England played Colombia and. Eric Dyer and like so Davinson Sanchez before the game was like this picture of absolute focus mm. and Delhi Harry have gone over to him and have like been like yeah and he's just kind of like yeah whatever yeah, yeah whatever yeah. Dyer hasn't Dyer's just poker face hadn't they haven't even spoke and at the end of the game it's them two who've got their arms around each other being friendly it's like almost yeah. like Davinson was like yep yeah, yep yeah, my brother in arms there he, he, he gets it he gets yeah, it in yeah, that yeah. particular moment I wanted you all to die yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> true yeah, yeah, no, I, I love that I mean I'll tell you another example of that which always makes me laugh over the years do you remember when Phil Neville left and went to Everton yeah and you had Gary Neville's captain of Man United Phil Neville captain of Everton and they were in this tunnel before a game they didn't even look at each other. Mad, they were like man. absolute sheer like anger. He's like yeah, this yeah. this temper. And I can always remember the commentator was just like, look at that. All these players behind them shaking hands and stuff. And those two looking like they would literally fight right now. <laughs> if the referee said three points would be decided who lands the best punch, they would go at it without <laughs> even a second fall. <laughs> I mean, there's that real competitive. I, I mean, I love that. That's me. I, I love that. But, but the thing I love most about it is when the game ends, that's it. From a rugby background where you literally have 80 minutes of basically violence followed by a handshake. <laughs> and so, yeah, so to me, players being that way, I like that. So yeah. seeing Davinson Sanchez look at him like, don't, don't you, don't you wave at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed that a lot. But yeah, so, so Liverpool then, um, 
what, what do you reckon uh, team wise? Do you think we're going to go with three three central defenders? Do you think we're going to go to the two? Uh, it's difficult because they've they've got such a potent strike force, haven't they? That they you, don't, have. you, you don't want to get overrun with with two at the back. No, but I don't know. You you, you almost feel like. I don't know if you if you put three at the back, then you, you you get overrun sometimes, but in the midfield, don't you? And that kind of can go against yeah. you. It's a really difficult one. I mean, if you take Enf- if you take Enfield out of the equation, yeah. I just I just think go toe to toe with him, you know. But I I feel like Enfield. I'm not. I know you're quite positive, and to be honest with you, I can see us winning it. But for me, it's just that being at Anfield and and we've not had that many great results there, have we? So no, I I think what we do actually might massively be dictated by Eric Dyer's fitness. Mm, yeah. I think if Eric Dyer's fit... We can play I think, two at the back, can't we? And yeah, have back. yeah. I, I yeah. think we start with Toby and Jan. Yeah. I think we, we you know, Trippier and Rose possibly. I, mm. I don't know who our best fullbacks are at the moment. It hurts my brain. Uh, <laughs> the recent goal, you put Dyer sitting and he'll cover the fullbacks when they get forward and he'll slot in as a back three if we need to change things up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ericsson and Delhi, um, you know, both hopefully fit and both ready to rock and roll. Um, uh, obviously Harry with Sonny, etc. I mean, it's, I'd like a player. I'd like to see get a game against Liverpool's Lucas. I, I think he can be a real X factor with his pace. Yeah. And I, I, I see so much about how Virgil Van Dijk's like the best defender on the planet. All of a sudden, I still remember us making him look ridiculous multiple times and. You know, Harry versus Lovren's going to be a fight because that's always a fight because Lovren's got an attitude problem. Mm. But you just want someone else running off of him because Harry can pull Dejan and can pull Van Dijk all over the place. Yeah. If you've got Delhi bombing past him, you've got Sonny bombing past him, um, I think we'll cause Liverpool problems. Yeah. And if we cause them problems, then you know we get a goal, two goals, then all of a sudden the game's kind of in our hands. And I don't know. Liverpool's a team a bit like Man City. They can work and score a goal out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, they got the players to do that, so it's going to be difficult. I, I, I go there with a belief that we can win, but I am nervous about it because of our form. If we were in really good form at the moment, I'd be telling you how you know we can go and do this, and I'd be feeling really certain about it. But right now, but but it's one of those games where it can really impact the rest of our season because if we go there and win, the lift that could give us going into the rest of the season could not you know not just limp over the line it could you know we could finish the season really strong yeah sure uh we go there and lose and all of a sudden you it's know like four had... defeats be f- would it be four in, fo- four in four five five yeah Jesus. so yeah. all of a sudden that's you know that's awful oh, let's not think of that that scenario <laughs> no no let's not so um mate is there anything else you wanted to cover no i think we, i think i've covered it all yeah, yeah, I think we have. Uh, we got no fan comments this week. I did put a post out on Facebook and no one answered. So. Oh, that's a shame. So yeah, I'm, I'm, a lot I'm, of you. I'm gonna. I'm, I was really looking forward to talking about who we're gonna sign at the, at the end of next season. And perhaps that's <laughs> it. Perhaps perhaps the last time we read them out, I was such a asshole to everybody <laughs> that no one wants to comment anymore. It's like no, because the question I want to ask is about Gareth Bale, and you and you got all stressy about it. <laughs> Wait, maybe, maybe we should have maybe we should next week uh, suggest some questions but see if we we'll, we'll we'll vote for between the two of us we'll vote for question of the week oh, to vote. encourage people to bring get, ask some really good questions there we go there we go that's something yeah. we can finish on the vote yeah. so I thought it would be fun okay now this this is how 
my mind worked on okay. this. I thought it would be fun. Uh, there's a Spurs Legends game coming. It's this weekend. It's Saturday at the new stadium test event too. So I thought it would be fun to put some polls on our page. A whole day of polls and we'll vote on the goalkeeper. Da, 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 da. I thought it'd be fun. When I load it up to do it, I find out that Facebook will literally only allow you two choices in a poll. Right. You know, it's like the Brexit vote. It's crap. <laughs> so I look at it and I thought, well, we can still have fun with this. And I'll just pick a couple of players for every position and we can vote. My God, people took it seriously. In my first post of the day, I put, just for fun, just for fun. I've picked it. I've explained it. We're going to pick a couple of players, you know, recent players. So, you know, everyone ranting at me that I've not included Bill Mackay or, you know, anyone else like that. It's because it's kind of 90s, 2000s just recent players and we're just going to pick between these positions we're going to have some fun with it please have some fun with it jeez people were going <laughs> mental you know, but, you know the best thing was like you know how dare you put Darren Anderton and Aaron Lennon I'm like how, how dare I how, what what are you talking about how dare I and you know um but there was a fair few people who did get it and did have fun with it we had some really nice feedback actually people said that was a quite good fun but then like at the end of the day I posted the team this is the team that we voted for today okay now if loads of people replied saying oh that's great this would have been my, you know this would have been my team or oh I voted for it and a lot of people did go oh, I voted for seven of them or, you know these are my changes and some people were like, oh, you know, I, I'd have done this and, you know, I'd have played Bell and moved Ginola to the right and dumped Anderton and stuff like yeah. that. You know, so it's fine. That's fun. That's kind of getting into it. But the amount of people were like, well, that's crap. That's not a Legends <laughs> team. I'm like, seriously, dude, if you've just arrived at this one post, I can understand. But look at the yeah. fact that all throughout the day there has been these posts. It was on the hour, every hour for an entire day. <laughs> Uh, you know, and the best one was the manager one. Now I wasn't going to do that originally, but I suddenly realised I had an hour spare, and I thought, oh, I'll throw the manager in there. So who would you like to have? Harry Redknapp and Richie Pochettino. It started a fight, man. <laughs> oh well, Harry would have won us a trophy with this squad oh, by now. God's oh my sake. word! And and yeah, and people were like, is this even a question? One ass, I was suggested I put AVB in and. Dan, if you're listening, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, ginger bastard. But no, <laughs> genuinely, no. I, I just can't. No, I, I couldn't. I couldn't get over that. Now, my original plan, thinking, well, this is going to be fun, was we do a banter day. Okay. So we do our worst eleven we can think of from the things. But I was so nervous about what if I put someone and everyone goes mental at me. Yeah, don't upset everyone. <laughs> you know, one one jackass even put well. You know, despite how he left, Sol Campbell should have been in this. Oh please, no! That yeah. person deserves to never be allowed to support Spurs oh, for the rest well, of their they, life. Well, they, they've they've been banned from the page. Put it that way, because I'm not yeah. even going to answer that. It's like, right. no, go away. Any anyone no, who's no. got any any Spurs fan who has any support for Sol Campbell just oh. doesn't deserve to be called a Spurs fan. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. that's, that's just how it is. There are a lot of people out there who are like, it's done, it's gone and moved on. That's fine. If that's yeah. how you feel, that's fine. Yeah. Don't turn around and tell me, well, you know, he should really be considered a no. legend. I'm I'm sorry. What? No, that's actually that actually makes me feel physically sick yeah. even yeah. using that word, that name with that yeah. word. You know, but the thought of him, oh, you know, well, we should really debate it. No, it's not a debate, mate. Go it's away. It's not a debate. No, it's not. It's, it's not a debate. Absolutely no. not a debate. Um, yeah. I, I love the whole. Oh, you know, even how he left. Now look, Berbatov left under a cloud. I am of the opinion, like, yeah, I know. Even he left like a prat. We did have, you know, some fun. He was one of those players. Robbie Keane 
left us to go play for his boyhood club and then came back with his tail between his legs after six months. Mm. But yeah, they left it's... under a bit of a cloud. All right, that's fine. I've moved on. Well, so Campbell did, didn't leave under a cloud. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a cloud. No. That's a damn tornado. <laughs> there's, there's, two, there's two major differences between them and and what, what he did. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A, he went to Arsenal. Yeah. And B, he went on a free. Right? Yeah. After two things, he was going to stay. It's just, they're the two most unforgivable. And I, and I, I get, uh, and again, I know we've had this conversation before, and I get Spurs players have gone between us and I. Like Pat Jennings is a good example, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. But there's no ill feeling towards Pat Jennings because it's just the way he did it. Yeah. And yeah. And, and, and he, Judas, just revels in it. He loves winding yeah. us up about it, you know? And that's why, genuinely, every week, I, I, was, I was so upset, Sam, last week because... Stevenage went played Macclesfield away yeah. and if I wasn't working I would have gone to the game literally <laughs> on the coach to abuse Nine, Sol Campbell 90 minutes of abuse for Sol Campbell but this, yeah. is, this is talking about 90 minutes this is a sickening thing they got a 94th minute equaliser against Stevenage and it hurt, it hurt it almost brought back those feelings when he when he left that's how much I hate Macclesfield now because uh, as soon as he goes Macclesfield are fine yeah, but yeah. I, every every minute that he manages that club I just want nothing but the worst for that club I'm sorry yeah. any anyone from Macclesfield supports them you yeah. know I'll bear no grudge to you but I just hate your football club well, well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I bear you no ill will I just hate everything you stand for yeah, yeah it, well, while, that, while that man is connected to your football club I hate Macclesfield town yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm there mate let's, let's try and draw him in a cup next season and absolutely smash oh, them oh god honestly that would just yeah that would be on a pole beating Arsenal I think at the moment <laughs> alright well um, anyway so that's what it is um, we are done for this week the 42nd edition of the Spurs News Podcast we hope you enjoyed it um, we will be back next week we'll be discussing the Liverpool results uh, fingers crossed it's a positive one uh, mate I'll speak to you next week yeah take care mate Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. Be sure to join over 50,000 other Spurs fans on our Facebook page at Spurs News. Until next time, come on, you Spurs.